I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. All right, there we go. Hello, everybody. And welcome to welcome this week's... Welcome to the... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the premier Canadian COVID negative podcast. Again. Yes. All day. <laughs> Nothing we but negative. We stay negative. negative. <laughs> <laughs> DBM stays negative. <laughs> we're, we're COVID negative. We're sets negative. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sex negative. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm aware. Um, yeah, we are recording remotely and we're okay. Here's a lot of things. Here's a list of things that are not swag about <laughs> the recording circumstances right now. We're recording on a Monday evening. Yep. I don't know if the f- this is a little piece of insider knowledge, but I really prefer to record on weekend mornings. Um, and we are also recording remotely because Sophie has been feeling sick and we are nothing yeah. if not safety queens. I think I just have like sinusitis or something, but my throat was hurting so much and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I know, like, better safe than sorry. It's good to get tested, and we would like to hold ourselves up as an example that you can all live by. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Recording remotely, even though we are technically in each other's bubbles, if that's still <laughs> even a allowed. thing. <sighs> I, uh, I was hoping that my cat would, like, hang out with me while I was recording, that he's, like, in the complete opposite side of the apartment, oh. lying on the ground. Well, I mean, at least you're, like, used to recording without your cat, and now you still don't have your cat, so, like, the formula will be, like, consistent. Oh, yeah, it's, like, yeah, definitely. Personally, I really want him to be a therapy cat, but (laughs) he's, like, has mental illness, so. (laughs) For me to be recording properly, like, energetically, I need my boyfriend to be asleep in the next room. And I need to be making you laugh exactly loud enough that the audience can understand how funny I am, but not loudly enough to make to wake him up. Which is like a <laughs> delicate balance that we thread on the podcast, but um, he's not here, so it's a Monday uh, evening. We won't be able to wake him up. That's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you can be as funny as you want, Sophie. Go ahead. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Oh my god. I was thinking about it today. I was like, I am not, I am absolutely social distancing. Not to brag, everybody. I've been really good. Um, really swag. But <laughs> extremely. Um, I've, I think everybody thinks that I'm like social distancing and like doing a great job and being really hyper vigilant, and they haven't realized that. I just have a uh, tripling body dysmorphia to the point that I don't want people to see me at social gatherings. Um, a bunch of people from comedy have been asking where you are, and I've been telling them that you're caring for ill family members. Really? <laughs> <laughs> 
they were like, did F quit comedy? And I was like, oh my God, no. She just is like, like, you know, the COVID stuff is really serious because like she works like outside and like, you know, she's like been caring for some like ill family members. (laughs) 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 And they're like, oh my God, she's such a good person. (laughs) It's really funny because like when I was caring for an ill family member, uh, a while ago, I was still doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god, the um, they updated so at a show that I produced. There's this like evil TV screen that has really old photos of people, and they're all cursed images. Like they're all so ugly and just like bad looking. Oh, absolutely, we're all aware. It's so bad, but. They've updated them. So, like, last week when I was there, I forgot to tell you, but there's a photo of me when I was, like, 25 pounds heavier. And then I'm in the middle, and I'm smiling, but I look fat. And then Mike Tamafi's there, but he has hair on his head, so you can tell that he's going bald. Mm -hmm. And you're there, and you're wearing a leather jacket, and you can't see your face at all because your hair is covering your face, and you're kissing me on the cheek. And I was like, where is this from? (laughs) I'm glad you can't see my face at all. That's positive. It was just so, like, cryptic. Also, they put a black and white filter over it, and I was like, okay. (laughs) I'm glad we're updating the photos. That makes it even better. I can't can't believe that people keep asking where I am. Like, here's the thing. I was, like, borderline quitting comedy before COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um... And it was just like, yeah, sorry, I worked a shit ton and I have a, like, socially and romantically fulfilling life. I don't need to tell jokes for people on stage to achieve some sort of feeling, question mark. Also, I'm sober now and it's kind of hard. Yeah, it is. And it's like, if you don't really have new jokes, there's no, like, huge urge to get on stage, you know? Like, I feel the same way when I'm not writing anything. I'm like, ew. Well, with honestly, if COVID has done anything for me that's positive, it's made me be like, I think I would like to do comedy again. Um, yeah. Like, because I was already feeling kind of uninspired. And again, um, I don't want anyone to look at me, which is like something that comedians would not, a lot of comedians would like definitely not understand. But like the part of the reason why at the beginning of the year I wasn't really doing comedy was because... Um, yeah, I was having, like, real problems with, like, my body image, and I didn't want anyone to look at me, so. Yeah, so many people that do comedy are just, like, attention-seeking, and that's why they're not funny, and they continue to do comedy anyways. Yeah, so they don't really understand the fact that, like, I want to hide in a hole. <laughs> a yeah. lot of the time, <laughs> you know? So well, it's like, like, sometimes I show up to produce my show, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, hey, guys... Um, don't ask me any questions because I don't want to be here, so. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, figure it out, please. (laughs) Today at work, my boss was like, hi, um, do you hate your job? And I was like, yes. Yes. (laughs) And he was like, because you're doing a great job, but... Um, you just look really sad, like, behind the eyes. <laughs> How'd like, you know? My, like, <laughs> my, 
my hatred of the, this is a conversation I've had at literally every workplace that I've ever had, which is just like possibly indicative of the fact that I need to do a better job of hating, uh, sh- like hiding how much I hate working or <laughs> that my emotional state is like so penetrative that (laughs) I'm communicating it like very intensely even though I'm trying not to um honestly like I think that I'm like that too now and I think comedy's been really bad for us with that because you and I will make a lot of like really pointed eye contact (laughs) To communicate things that shows when you have to be quiet and I honestly think I do it accidentally to people now like at work and stuff. Really pointed eye contact would probably be a good way to describe it yeah. <laughs> Fuck dude. Uh, so you are not feeling well and you got a COVID test. That's good. Yeah. What else has been going on this week? Um, Not that much. I was doing work which is good. When I say doing work, I mean being at work. Yes. Um, and what else? Oh, I bought a camera, so I've been learning. This is, like, so stupid because it's, like, who cares who takes photos anymore? But I'm, like, bored. Um, so I bought a Polaroid camera, mm-hmm. and then I found out that Polaroid actually stopped producing cameras in, like, the mid-2000s. Okay. And they stopped making the film for it, too. And this company <laughs> called... No, this is weird. So this company called The Impossible Project bought the last Polaroid film production equipment from their, like, factory in Norway or Denmark or something. And they've been trying to reverse engineer the chemicals needed for the instant film. <laughs> okay. So you can buy it, but every pack of film that you buy is slightly different and all the colors are weird. Oh. That's kind of cool it is cool but it's like the chemical compound is way more unstable now because it's like proprietary right Mm -hmm. so all of your photos automatically are gonna they're all gonna look different and like they're always changing the chemical composition of it so like every new pack that you buy is gonna be slightly different from an older one that you bought I just feel like they should be able to reverse engineer it relatively easily. Is there, like, a super big uh, patent on the, like, Polaroid film formula or something? Yeah, so Polaroid is the one that, like, invented the, like, instant film. Right. Um, And the only similar is the, like, Fujifilm Instamax. Like, there's those are, like, the tiny little instant cameras that people have now that have the skinny ones. Yeah, I remember when those were, like, really trendy in, like, 20... Yeah. 14. 16, 17, yeah. yeah. And that, I think, is a subsidiary of Polaroid. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. So basically, like, the people that make Polaroid cameras now, they're making replicas of old Polaroid cameras, but they don't have the proprietary rights to the film. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So does that mean you can take more pictures and they're just going to be weird? Yeah, so, like, I bought some film um, that is, like, black and yellow. So, instead of black and white, it's, like, black and yellow. hmm Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's, like, interesting, but I was like, wow, that's, like, really wild. <laughs> <laughs> that these people were like, actually, we love Polaroid film, and Polaroid was like, well, fuck you guys, and then they were like, okay, I guess we'll buy your equipment and try and figure it out. That's gonna be us when we finish the podcast. 
people are going to be someone's like, going to try and reverse engineer the formula how do we recreate this and it's like well unfortunately you're not two dumb sluts who became best friends doing comedy together in a mid-sized canadian city so good luck <laughs> <laughs> literally have fun i guess you'll never be us <laughs> Oh. I love when other people we know start podcasts and then they like tell me like they expect me to listen to it just because they listen to my podcast and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> okay, I have I have a recommendation for okay. Oh, yeah. I've been really really excited about this and I haven't told you about it. Okay, because we were supposed okay. we were going to record last week maybe right, but we ended up doing yeah. a guest episode. So yeah. I've been binge listening to a podcast for like three weeks and okay. I'm obsessed with it okay and it's called it's called uh the beauty brains okay and it's basically it's a science podcast but it's about it's like two cosmetic chemists like two formulators and they talk about like the science behind um various makeup and hair and skincare products and, like, people write in questions about them and they give, like, factual information, which is, like, fine, you know what, whatever, two of my, two of my personal interests, right? Like, f- I mean, fuck hair care. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, I fucking hate doing my hair and I hate everything to do with hair and I do the bare minimum to my hair to try and stay attractive and make it not noticeably, like, <laughs> form into dreadlocks. Um, makeup and skin hair is great, though. Um, but <laughs> the thing that I like, besides that it, like, I hate pseudoscience and, like, misinformation and, like, spending money on stupid and unnecessary things that don't work, um, and I really like stinter and makeup, the thing that I love the most about this podcast is that one of the hosts is a fucking loser, and the other host okay. hates him. <laughs> oh, that's your biggest pet peeve. No, I love it. I actually love really? it. I actually love it on this podcast because it's like, okay. it's, a ch- it's a chick and a dude, and like a straight dude who is just like a cosmetic formulator. Like he's just a scientist. Oh, that's so cool. But he doesn't use any cosmetics, right? So like she does. But the thing that I love is that he is a dweeb and she thinks that he is such a loser and she doesn't do a good job of hiding it. So okay, it's that's like, really funny. This podcast is about shit that I love, but also it's like at the beginning of the podcast they do the same thing that we do where we like just talk about what we did during the week or whatever. And he's yeah. like, I did this, and she's like, Wow, that is so interesting. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that's so brutal. This is a podcast. I would recommend it, but I just want to let you guys know one of the hosts is a bit lo- is a bit loser, but the content is great. Um and he's such a loser. Oh my God, please, nobody, if anyone knows the host of this podcast, um, or if anybody, like, listens to this podcast, please do not tell them that I said this. Um, but he's such a loser that it's like, okay, let's put it this way. He holds the world record for, like, most days in a row running while juggling. What? Yeah, so he, like, runs marathons and stuff, but he juggles the whole time. I hate that. It's so bad, dude. 
that's insane. Like, good for him, but no. It's really, really, really bad. He's, like, on the podcast, and he's like, I have a streak going. I've run for, like, 446 days in a row, or I have a streak going. I haven't missed a single day of flossing in, like, two years. And it's like, oh, my God, you're a loser. Anyways, oh, my God. Does he have... Is he, like, in a relationship with anyone? Yeah, he's married. He's, like, a... He's married to a woman who's also a cosmetic chemist, and they, like, foster cats, but they can't get one because his wife is allergic, but he's, like, a straight male cat guy. Strange. Oh, God. You okay. Know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, really... I, I do recommend the podcast if you don't, if you hate pseudoscience and misinformation, but you love hair care and skin care and makeup, did recommend. Just forewarning you, the hosts are scientists and they sound like you would expect scientists to sound. They're losers. So. <laughs> Sweet. Should we talk about stuff? Yeah, sorry. Now that I've drawn that off my chest, I keep telling my boyfriend about it. And no, he it sounds really interesting. He doesn't care. Um, but, I mean, he does care. I don't know. I'm going to make him care. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should talk about stuff. <clears throat> okay. Um, should we start with Bella Thorne? Sure. Let's start hot and spicy right off the get-go. <laughs> Uh, so Bella Thorne started an OnlyFans, I guess, and sent a bunch of people, like, pay-per-view content that was supposed to be a photo of her naked, mm-hmm. and charged $200, and then when they paid it, there was, like, no naked photo, so then a bunch of people requested their money back and crashed the site, and now everybody's upset about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'm gonna start by saying... I don't care what celebrities do. Yeah. I don't know that this is going to have, like, a huge influence on OnlyFans or the online market. And also, nothing a celebrity does can surprise me. Yeah, I'm, like, like, not really surprised. How has no celebrity done an OnlyFans yet? You know? Like, it's crazy that it's taken this long. It's because it's an obvious way... To, like, create drama in the media or whatever. This is literally no different from, like, 1985 fucking Madonna making a music video where she's, like, on a burning cross or some shit, you know? It's just, like, how can I be spicy in 2020? Okay, made in OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I guess some celebrities, I don't know what you consider celebrity, but, like, a lot of YouTubers and stuff have done OnlyFans, so it's not surprising that other people they know who are, like, actual celebrities might do it, too. What is Bella Thorne famous for? Was she on the Disney Channel or something? She was on the Disney Channel in a show with Zendaya Coleman. Okay, so they're famous from, like, the same thing? Yeah, and now Bella Thorne is, like, professionally ugly and, like, um... <laughs> okay, she thinks she's, she's hot, not ugly. She's pretty ugly. She and she like greasy. She's greasy. She's hot. Like, I would fuck her, but she's greasy. Like, she looks like she's, like, a stoner. I would fuck her, but I would not brag about it. And also, I would plug my nose. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she 
She, like, came out as bisexual on Twitter, which was, like, some drama, and I think she had some nude photos of hers leaked a while ago, which is, like, why are people paying for nude photos of her then? And I think she dated Logan Paul, like, some, I don't know, she's, like, YouTube adjacent now. Okay, boring, boring, more boring stuff for attention. Yeah, blah, like, blah, nobody cares. Um, I just want to say that, like... Okay, I don't think that this is, like, doing anything positive or negative for OnlyFans. No! <laughs> like, people are like, this is this is fucking people because they can't get their payments or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's the case. I hate to be, like, a mom about sets work or whatever. But you should never be leaving your money in these online sites like PayPal and OnlyFans. I know. Or anything well, that's like what that I because these too. sites can go down at any time, and also the government can fucking freeze them at any time. And like newsflash, they're obsessed with doing that to sex workers. Yeah, like this is the same as like shutting down Backpage. You know what I mean? And it's like at least Backpage had some utility in like making it safer for sex workers. But OnlyFans, I feel like, is just a platform with which to release content. And like, honestly, guys, like. You should be diversifying your platforms if you don't want this to happen. <laughs> because, like, yeah, like, I think OnlyFans only lets you cash out once you have, like, $200 in their system. Mm-hmm. And you used to be able to cash it out whenever, but now you have to wait 30 days. Like, to me, as someone who, like, uses, like, we use Patreon and we can only cash out once a month, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big I'm deal. I'm sorry, but... I- like, I don't want to shame anyone for, like, the mismanagement of no. money or whatever, but it's, like, in the real world, just because you've made money doesn't mean you can access it. Like, most people right get away. paid on a bi-weekly <laughs> schedule, like, yeah. at the most, right? Like, Yeah, if not monthly. Yeah, it's, like, obviously... I find OnlyFans really worrying, to be honest, and, like, a lot of people obviously know, like, I am support- I am supportive of workers in all fields, I am extremely critical of sets work, but I'm critical of all work, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't call sets work apart from other forms of work. Any sort I of other labor. Work is exploitative, I support- all workers regardless of what they have to do but i am concerned that people are pushing some sort of narrative saying that we should normalize sex work or that somebody like bella thorne making an only fans will like help normalize it because i'm not entirely sure that something like only fans is something that should be normalized to be honest yeah and i would argue that like people's hyper fixation on like only fans and like online sex work in general like not in-person sex work is what made this happen in the first place because it's like everybody's like oh i could do only fans i'm just gonna like upload naked photos of myself and like hopefully my hundred twitter followers will pay to see me naked and it's like okay if you're not gonna do it as like a full-time job you probably don't understand like the risk involved with that so you probably really shouldn't be doing it and then like everybody's talking about only fans so of course celebrities are gonna start hearing about it too you know 
Yeah, it's... Like, this is kind of a symptom of people trying to normalize OnlyFans, and genuinely, I've seen a lot of people online doing really unsafe behaviors with regards to, like, OnlyFans-related stuff. Or, like, doing OnlyFans and then being like, oh, I'm a sex worker now, I'll just see people in real life, and, like, using their real name. Yeah, because... (laughs) They... Jumped over the entire process of... (laughs) like what it means to do in-person sets work you know and the the one of the problems i have with OnlyFans, and you know people say normalize OnlyFans. it's like of course i want sets work to be destigmatized so that people can seek services not so that people can seek sexual services so that sets workers can seek um you know legal recourse like, if they're sexually assaulted on the job. Or yeah, so that, course. you know, sex workers have access to resources like emergency funds. And things like that. Um, I, like, I just want people to keep the same energy that they have for defending people who do OnlyFans to, you know, continuing to rage on in the fight for the decriminalization of in-purpose sexual, in-person sexual services. Like, my primary concern, my primary allegiance is to in-person sex workers. I still think that they, you know, if you want to talk about it, they're still taking a far larger risk, especially right now. I think those people need to be protected. I also think that young people, people who are underage, who are signing up for OnlyFans the day that they turn 18, that's their right. But I also think that they need to be protected because a lot of people don't want to have this conversation because they think that sex work is empowering. Um, yeah. But we need to make sure people aren't being groomed. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I- that OnlyFans doesn't seem like an easy, not saying that it is, that it doesn't seem like an easy and attractive way to get money and become financially secure without consequences because the facts are um sets work regardless of which form you're doing it in some more than others can have a lot of real life consequences whether that comes down to your family finding out and being upset with you people using it against you in scholarly like academic pursuits or like the pursuit of uh, a straight job later on in life or you know when it comes to in-person sex work the actual rest of sexual assault robbery or you know murder <laughs> yeah of course and like um you know like we talked on the podcast like a long long time ago about someone who was camming and who had it affect their academic and like professional career yeah. Um, because someone decided to dox them, you know, and I read something recently online too about someone who started doing OnlyFans and they had an Amazon wish list set up and someone got their home address from their Amazon wish list because Amazon doesn't release your identity, but third party sellers do. Mm-hmm. And they have someone like stalking them in real life now. Like they've had to like, like there's someone like someone tried to break into their house. Yeah, absolutely. People nurture these kind of obsessions. Yeah, and you have no way of knowing, right? Like And the other thing is too, once your your information is online, people can connect naked pictures of you with your real name, with your face, 
They can do whatever they want with Especially that. Especially if you have tattoos. Yeah. Like, it's... You know. It's nothing to play around with. <laughs> and No, it's not. And I think that it is important to, like, normalize in the sense of, like you said, being able to make sure that sex workers have access to, like, resources and stuff like that to keep them safe. But I think that centering the voices of, like... 22-year-olds who are, like, choosing to capitalize on the fact that they have a lot of Twitter followers and sell nudes and make some extra money really skews the narrative in a way that negatively affects the primary population of sex workers. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, we as a society need to talk about, you know, if the positive aspect of something like OnlyFans or sex work in general is that... um, people are able to achieve financial security that they might not be able to achieve through traditional means. It's like, we need to take a look at why that is. That's a problem. Yeah. You like, yeah, definitely. always going to be like a market for whole, <laughs> like at the end of the day, of course. <laughs> whether, whether it's digital or whether it's analog, but oh my god, analog hole. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to think about whether people should be having to take these kind of risks. Yeah, in it's order like financial to security. achieve their first and possibly only chance of financial security. That's not a choice that anybody should have to be making. And we've said this before on the podcast a lot. But if it seems that you can get a lot of money from doing something relatively quickly, you need to know that what you're paying for is with a risk to your life. That's why... And that's why you're going to make money. That's why selling sex makes you a lot of money. That's why selling drugs makes you a lot of money. That's why working in the fucking coal mines makes you, like, a high hourly wage comparatively, right? Yeah. Because you're trading yeah. off little fucking pieces of your life for money. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, and like it's not a problem with the workers. I don't blame any, you know, woman or, you know, man anyone. I don't blame anyone who sells sexual services. I understand. Um but I think it's indicative of a sicker society at a ho- as a whole that this seems like an a- attractive or a viable option or that it sometimes it's is the only option yeah because like obviously like we want everybody to achieve financial security because it's really important for like everything else in your life to feel stable but you know the question is still do we believe that people should have to work just because they're alive, you know? <laughs> Absolutely not. I want people to feel financially secure and safe and like they can afford their rent and have a little treat and not rack up huge credit card debt <laughs> without having to, you know, risk potential ramifications in the relatively immediate sense or 10 years down the line. Yeah. And I hope that that... People don't think that I'm a fucking swerf for saying any of that, but the reality of the situation is all work is exploitative, but some lines of work do come with a higher risk, unfortunately. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel me. 
And Bella Thorne take a fucking shower, you stupid bitch. Oh my god, she's so greasy. Who? What celebrity did she fuck or date? Did Oh, it was uh, Scott Disick. Yeah, it was Scott Disick. Yeah. Well, That's so gross. It is gross. He has kids old enough to watch her, have watched her on TV. <laughs> Maybe that's where he saw her. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Should we talk about um, forest fires? Sure. So you have a story to tell me about. Yes. And I don't know anything about it, so. I kept seeing tweets about gender reveal parties, and I couldn't figure out why everyone was talking I about them again. And then. Yeah, so it's because there was a gender reveal party in California where an incendiary device was used. I, I don't know what was supposed to happen. I don't know if there was supposed to be like a firework or like one of those like powder things, you know what I mean? But the incendiary device started a forest fire in California. Wow. Like a large scale yeah. forest fire? Oh, yeah, it's like really bad. Added People have to be evacuated from their a, homes. A firework at a gender reveal party. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. And, you know, that brings us back to, like, we talked about before, the uh, fact that there's no inmate firefighters because they're all dying from COVID, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, 2020 is so bleak. Forest, I know, gender reveal party. <laughs> started by gender reveal party. Unable to be put out because all California prison inmate firefighters sit with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it's so dark. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's uh, That's horrible. And like, I do think that gender reveal parties are stupid. But I don't necessarily understand the like, ha- like, intense hatred associated with them. Because I read a lot of discourse about gender reveal parties and people are like, gender reveal parties are stupid. And I'm like, okay, I agree. And then they're like, everybody who does a gender reveal ch- party for their child is like, transphobic. Mm, no. And I'm Most like, of them are just, I just basic. Think it's like, people just want to, like, celebrate having a kid and they're, like, excited. And I think it's okay to be excited about having a boy or a girl as long as you're not an asshole because sometimes that's not actually, like, accurate. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't think that we should be, like, forcing people to, like, raise all of their children gender neutral. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's fine. I, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with gender reveal parties. It's just kind of lame. Like, I think baby showers and bridal parties are stupid too here's the problem well here's a lot of problems right um yeah people want to get as much attention as they possibly can from from getting married and from having a child so you get married and it's like people have created they're like all the normal events right like i don't know fucking bachelorette party and then you know bridal shower and then the wedding normal events right but people have created all these other events like an engagement party and a stag dough and and uh yeah like whatever all these other events same thing with having a baby right like so people have created like the gender reveal party um and then they have a baby and then they have a baby shower and then they have a baby moon and then they uh, have the baby, like, first birthday cake smash or what the fuck ever. And it's like, you are addicted to attention and photo ops. 
is yeah the it annoys me more that they're addicted to attention more so than like they're placing gender norms on their kids because i think a lot of the times they're just excited but it's like okay but like I don't care about your kid. It's so funny to me to think about the brainstorming session of, like, what is going to expose the color at the gender reveal party or the <laughs> the brainstorming session of the Instagram post that's going oh my to God. reveal that a couple is pregnant. Like, Stop. Um, not to name any members of my family, but... The two sure. of them holding a tiny Ottawa Senators jersey. Oh my god! With their last name on it and the like birth year, I guess. Um, that was a move. I can't remember if there was a gender reveal party. I went to an engagement party. I remember. Um, oh, okay. You know what I hate more than people who take photos revealing that they're pregnant. What? People who take photos when they get pets making fun of people who take photos of themselves revealing that they're pregnant. Yeah, it's too Reddit for me. Like, they're, like, taking a picture of, like, their puppy, but it's, like, set up like they're announcing that they're having a baby, but they're actually announcing that they're adopting a dog. And I'm like, okay, this isn't any better. You just want attention for being, like, making fun of people. Who are happy about something. And the worst thing is, too, they're definitely still going to do that fucking post. When they, if, yeah, when like, they're not they any better. Yeah. They're not any better. So that's, that's one problem, right? The other problem is people are addicted to spending money and energy on shit for their babies before their babies are even born or more so before their babies are even able to form memories. I yeah. think it is completely stupid to do anything for a child besides feed and bathe it for the first five years of its life five years yeah five years <laughs> five four until they go to school yeah exactly it's like no don't have a gender reveal party because it's like the baby doesn't even know the baby doesn't know what pink is the baby doesn't know what blue is so this is for yeah, you like they don't this care is for you it's so stupid and you're forcing everybody else to get involved in your little sick family fantasy. I don't get invited to shit in my family anymore because I think I've made it so clear that I don't. <laughs> Good. Which is sweet, but, you know? <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It just annoys me that people need attention that bad. Like, it's more so that. I'm just like, okay, like, nobody fucking cares about this. And, like, I think that the Jews have it right. Don't talk about the baby before it's born because you never know what's going to happen. That's true. That is, that is bad. Shoot, spa. Buy your own baby <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, gender reveal parties, stupid. I, think- I also just think that people are making them more and more elaborate because people have made it such a controversial thing. You know, like some people are like, I hate it. And then other people are like, I think it's good. So now people who do it do really elaborate ones because they're already attention seeking. Here's the thing. Wanting attention and Instagram photo ops has no political alignment. However, no. like lots of people who are like apolitical, but probably liberals will do gender reveal parties. You know what I mean? But I think that because, like, people on the left and in the center, whatever, woke people are, like, more offended by the idea 
I hate to use the word offended, but you know what I mean. More perturbed by yeah. the idea of a gender reveal party in general. I think that it's becoming one of those things that is like not a political issue at all, but people feel the need to go hard in the fucking paint because it is like a signifier of their alignment politically. Like the same way that masks became like the political default conservative position became like anti-mask and the default like I guess left liberal uh side became like masks right but it's like yeah that has nothing to do with what we're talking about with anything except for that now because that became the default position I think more conservatives are anti-masked than would have been if it had somehow never become an issue same thing with like climate change like I feel like a lot of people who are conservative feel the need to be critical about climate change because they just know that that's the side of the issue that they're supposed to be on now like I just feel like people who are like Republicans or like whatever like conservatives uh feel the need probably go fucking hard in gender reveal parties because they are obsessed with doing like uh, don't assume my gender raffle copter type discourse. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it's like I see those Twitter posts that are like me doing a gender reveal party, except the color's just black. It's like you're a loser too. Like, don't if you do a gender reveal party for your, yeah, you don't know if it's goth. You what if it's a prep? You don't know if your baby's straw. Like, that's not okay. The, any more you than need your to wait. parents should have possibly known. That you wouldn't be if you were goth. That you wouldn't be a baby who would be super interested in pink. They couldn't possibly know that. <laughs> you know? But yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like it's it's all just stupid. And like some people, I've like people who are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna raise my ba- my baby like gender neutral. Like fine. But if you do a gender reveal party about it, and then you reveal that you're raising your baby gender neutral, you're a loser. Yeah, absolutely. It's your baby's business if they want to be a they them. They can decide that when they're a teenager on Tumblr. That's their business. On their God given right. Yeah. <laughs> they, can, they can cut their first mullet at 13 and decide if they want to be a they them. If they don't want take to. that away from them. Do not. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I have such a problem with the way that people talk about gender because it's like, I agree that it's weird to like make a cake shaped like a football to show that it's a boy or whatever but like when people are like when people fight really hard against like (laughs) like gendered things I'm like Don't be like, oh, I'm a woman, but I like math and I like sports. And that's why gender roles are a problem. And it's like, no, you're kind of being a problem because you are still subscribing to gender roles, which is why you think that it's a it's weird that you're a woman who likes sports and math. (laughs) Who said women can't like math? Yeah. Thank you, Sophie. But yeah, that's the thing is it's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with about like about being excited about your baby, but like, I don't want to hear about it. It's not my business. That's the larger issue. You're absolutely right. If you're excited to have a baby, like 
that's your business, keep it inside. <laughs> keep it private. I don't care about your baby. And I, I don't mean, care about you. And it's like, I don't know that we're ever going to get to the point where it's like, maybe I'm like a pessimist or something, but someone's going to get pregnant and we're not going to know, is it a boy or a girl? No. <laughs> May, like, maybe. You know, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. maybe society will advance and what? I'll be like, is it a Taurus or a Gemini? Like, because it's like, we oh. all need to go down to business here. Oh my God, star sign reveal. <laughs> star sign reveal. But you know what? Maybe we will get to that point, And you know what? I still don't care about your baby. That's true. That is true. Like, I hope we get to that point because there will just be less information for people to share about their babies online that I didn't ask for. I just... <sighs> my, my stupid fucking take about the gender binary and, like, nobody listen to me, please, is just that, like, a lot of people who are, like, teenagers now probably think that they're non-binary because they don't fit into this super rigid definition of, like, masculinity or femininity. And it's like, yeah. you don't have to. That doesn't mean <laughs> necessarily. If you don't feel like you're a man or a woman, of course, you know, that's totally fine. But it's like, just because you aren't, like, pink and dresses and domestic slavery <laughs> all fucking day, <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're not a woman. <laughs> Yeah, if like I hope to that be, people. If you want to be, it's like my, like the version of femininity that I subscribe to and I perform is like more of a like Ripley from Alien than like you know fucking toddlers and tiaras. That's okay <laughs> and that's fine. You know, was Ripley they them? I don't know. We can investigate this in a later episode. But oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> who said women can't wear pants? Right. Who said women can't wear pants? Thank you, Sophie. You're welcome. That's my new thing. I can't stop saying it. Who said whatever can't do whatever? I'm addicted to it, and I think we're being influencers about it. I, I think so, too. I, I think honest. it's kind of like uh, like hot and cold takes. Like I think we're influencing it a lot. Oh, my God. Cold takes. I know. I miss cold takes. Me, too. Let's bring back cold takes. <laughs> Okay, it's cold, time. Cold tea, gender reveal parties are kind of bad, but kind of not that bad. <laughs> cold take, gender reveals are neither good or bad. It's the discourse around it that's good or bad. <laughs> People who need too much attention on the internet are bad. Okay, we've established yeah. this. Do you want to talk about the internet? Yeah, let's talk about the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. It's so hard to do this remotely. I can't even see. I know. I can't even see your face. I know it sucks. Okay. Responsibility. Okay. Do you have a beef this so, week? So I do have a beef this week. It's about um, Facebook groups. Okay, I'm ready. I kind of talked to you about it earlier, but I'll catch the listeners up. So I'm in this group that's called like Buy Nothing, and I guess that it's like a thing that they have across Canada where you join in your neighborhood, and like people will post stuff that they're giving away for free. Yes. Which is, like, fine. Like, I I actually really like the group because it helps me, like, get rid of shit in my house that I don't need, but it makes me feel like I'm not just, like, throwing it in the garbage, you know? Yeah. 
But some people are addicted to getting stuff that they don't actually need. Like someone will post something and they have notifications turned on in the group and they'll ask for it immediately. So now I have beef with like middle-aged women that I don't know who are like, I can tell are hoarders. Yes. And it's giving me like psychic damage. (laughs) We've talked about this before on the podcast, but I hate the way that people act when something is free. I Me too. can't stand. I used to have this problem so much when I worked in an office building when I worked for the government. But like people who don't need food, like are not hungry, can't afford to feed themselves, have a full packed lunch with them. If they found out there was free food, they're fucking lined up down the block, Ugh. fucking scrambling with little fucking roaches, freaking out about free food that's not even good. When it's like... It drives me insane. You can walk around the corner and buy the same thing for fucking $2 and we know you have the money and you're embarrassing yourself right now. I, yeah. Like, and that's the thing is like, why do I know this person's name? Their profile picture is blank. Mm -hmm. I don't know them. How come I recognize your name and I know what you're going to... I know that you're going to comment on every post. Yeah. Like, I made a post today because I have a bunch of shit that, like, doesn't fit me. It was from Frank and Oak, and they sent me sizes that were too small. Mm -hmm. So these pants are, like, literally size 24, but they're, like, too small. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do them up. So I made a post, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to give these away for free, but, like, it needs to go to, like, a teenage girl. Yeah. (laughs) So comment telling me why you want them, and then I'm going to pick someone for them. Yeah. Um, Because it's, like, five pairs of jeans. Mm -hmm. Um. But I flexed about my my size when I made the post. I was like, for context, I'm 5'2", and I weigh under 115 pounds, and they don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I am extremely small, and these are too small for me, so you have to be extremely, extremely small if you want to wear these pants. Yeah, for the record, you have to be like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Anyways, so this woman comments, and she was like, I'll take them, and I'm like, bitch, I know you're not a teenage girl. And then I'm looking at what she comments on. She commented on this thing that's, like, literally, like, a new, you know, like, stove burner. Yeah. And someone was like, I didn't use this. Come on, someone come pick it up on my porch. And someone was like, I'm interested in it. And they were like, great, DM me, and I'll send you my address. And then this chick, who's commenting on everything, replies to that comment and says, I tried to ask for this earlier, sad face. Oh, my God. You can't have everything. And then she just commented on something else. Someone was like, I have two makeup brushes and some hair accessories. You have to take them all and then just re-gift what you don't want. Yeah. And then this woman goes, I can take it all. Oh, my God. Do you need it? Like, what? Like, do you need it, though? I'm just curious. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, but, like, sometimes I have a client, like, we go to do some work on their house, and it's, like, really clear that they just accept anything that's like free or like on sale or whatever and then it's like so they have all these like materials in their house where like they it's just like okay why do you have all this fucking brick and all this random shit and none of it matches and it's like it kind of seems like somebody was like i'm giving this away and you took it and then it's like you didn't pay for this you obviously didn't need it you took it you didn't use it and now you're paying someone else to remove it you're losing money your house you have negative money because you were weird and greedy about bricks 
Yeah, like, you have a mental illness, and it's costing you money. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get it. I think that also, like, (laughs) culturally, like, some people... Like, my grandmother was definitely like this, where it's like, we kept having to... When she was alive, we kept having to be like, we don't need to be this crazy about money anymore. You know what I mean? Like, she would, like, we would catch her, like, watering down the ketchup to make the ketchup last longer. Yeah, my grandmother used to do that, too. And it's like, okay, but we have ketchup money now. Like, we are okay to get a new ketchup (laughs) when the ketchup ketchup runs out. So, like, please don't ruin the ketchup by trying to stretch it longer <laughs> and it's like you don't want to like make fun of these people because it's like obviously there's a reason why they like have these behaviors like the inability to like throw anything out if you like grew up extremely poor or whatever oh, yeah. but it's like you are abusing first of all the concept of having a house to store things in <laughs> And <laughs> you're also abusing this, like, save the planet Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, because, like, also, like, the, the area that I live in, like, there are a lot of, like, more, like, higher needs people because there's a lot of low-income housing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you probably don't have a lot of money, but, like, what about all the other people that also want stuff? Like, you don't know what their deal but is either, so, like, why don't you chill a little bit? Neither does anybody else in this community, and maybe somebody actually really needs that, like, fucking baby crib or whatever it's like do you have a baby do you have a baby yeah and that's why i was like tell me why you want the clothes yeah <laughs> because not if you're to just gatekeep like, the size 24 pants but <laughs> me commenting on your post like aspirational purposes due to <laughs> size 26 uh <laughs> Yeah. It's like, okay, Nobody like, listen to this part of the podcast, please. We are not doxing ourselves <laughs> on the podcast. Anyways, um, that's my beef. I don't have a beef this week, but I just want to say it's been four days since my last road rage incident. So That's really good. Everybody clap. Please clap. <laughs> Please clap. I did take my mask off to yell, why don't you fucking kill yourself, you fucking asshole, at somebody in a parking lot. deserved it, though. But if you see me at the SO Circle K on Maitland Avenue, just look the other way. Um, <laughs> I was having a really hard time because I got sent to buy cigarettes for my, oh my, for, God. For my foreman. And the gas station man wouldn't sell me cigarettes because I didn't have my ID with me. And then I had to return to the job site in, like, my deep shame and admit that I hadn't been able to purchase cigarettes that weren't even for me. (laughs) That makes me laugh so hard. Oh, it was so embarrassing. I was like, I'm redacted years old. Sell me these cigarettes. And the guy was like, (laughs) I don't care if you're 30 fucking nine. Oh, my God. I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I um I know this guy who went in to buy cigarettes once and it was literally at the same gas station he always buys them from. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, can we see your driver's license? And he was like, oh my God, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, we need to see ID. And he's like, you sell them to me all the time and I don't have my driver's license with me. And they were like, you drove your car here, but you don't have your driver's license. And he was like, listen, can you just sell me the cigarettes? And they were like, well, do you have another piece of ID? And he was like, why would I have another piece of ID? And they're like, like a health card. And he was like, I don't have a health card. And they were like, you don't have a health card? (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, that's like when you go to the pharmacy and they're like, you don't have health insurance and you're like, just sell me the expensive medication. Yeah, it's like, fill the prescription, please. No, I don't have health insurance. Yes, I probably have $200. No flex. No flex. (laughs) Is it a... Do you have a dumb bitch this week? I do. I just want to say that somebody found their way to my Twitter, which is private, and I don't know how they got there, but they did say, did a bee stain you on the lips? And I just want to say, get some new fucking material. We all know I have fillers. Oh my god, that's so tired. Literally, get some new material. Yes, I looked sexy. No, it's not your business. (laughs) Also, I haven't had anything injected in my face, for the record, haters, in almost a year so like my lips can't look that crazy anymore i i probably just look like regular now i had half a milliliter put in them like last december why don't you fucking yeah haters need to grow up seriously i know because i wanted to look good at christmas dinner so (laughs) (laughs) flex on my my uh my fucking family members then my mom was like, do you have lip fillers at the Christmas dinner table? And I was like, well, she was like, do you have Botox in your lips? And I was like, that's impossible. And she was like, do you have anything in your lips? And I was like, probably. <laughs> What's your point? Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> One second, Mike just texted me because um, he, he is coming home. So I have to preheat the torch chair. Calm down, everybody. One second. <laughs> Okay, do you have a dumb bitch this week? Uh, no, I don't actually, thank god. Okay, do you have a tweet of the week? I do. Okay, let's go. My tweet of the week is from at iSafik, Medusa's GF. Mm-hmm. Lesbian, I exist. People on this app, source, do you have any sources? <laughs> Are we supposed to just take your word for it? Show me where it says you can exist. Do it, show me. Oh my god. People are so annoying. It's like you say anything and they're like, um, are you speaking from your personal experience? And it's like, um, are you speaking out of your asshole? (laughs) Can I see some ID to show that you eat pussy, (laughs) ma'am? Literally. They're like OnlyFans. Link sauce. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I have two this week. Ooh, baby. Ooh, okay. Uh, Number one is from... Killa lover, and they said, "Okay, I don't care about your pronouns. Put the cat ears on." <laughs> oh my god, that make me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> Hop in since your ass want to act cat ears. <laughs> since your ass want to act cat girl, hell yeah. Ugh, since your ass yeah. want to act cat them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cat them. <laughs> I literally don't care. My like, my put the cat ears on. My dick is hard. Oh my god, that's like um, um, I don't care what your pronouns are. Put the butt plug in. <laughs> my pronouns are show slash hole. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, knuckle tats that say show hole. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Extremely. Um, okay, Re- also relevant. I'm sorry, so many good tweets this week. I wasn't really online, but I-, I looked through my retweets and I was like, oh, lots of banners in here. You were like, whoa. People are getting to peak, like, cracked out phase of uh, of quarantine, I think. And they're, start- <laughs> and they're starting to be funny as opposed to just sad, you know? Thank God. Um, okay, this one is from... TV's Alex Patak at Patak Jokes. He yes. has been featured before. Um, the inventor of Oh, So This Bitch Thinks She Darfield. <laughs> okay. Um, and he said, <laughs> I can't do this. Ye have a wet ass pussy, Harry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I can pronounce it. Yeah, a wet ass pussy, Ari. Yeah, but what? Wait, okay. Did you retweet it? Yes. It's. I need to read it. It's like you're a wizard, Harry. I know you know what it's yeah. like. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah, a wet ass pussy, Harry. Ari. Ari. A what? Ari. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna read one more. Does it just like people were tweeting yeah. so well this week? Okay. This tweet is from Fuddly Betty, and they said, they thems always stop mullets, like, okay, Billy slash Ray. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I love mullets on people of all genders, for the record. Uh, Me too. Big mullet Someone... fan. No one forget it. If you're growing a mullet, I will support you. DM if you need encouragement to keep going. Not in a horny way, just in a supportive way. And if anyone yeah, wants to you know, DM it's, my it's hard for mullet and tell him to draw a mullet, that is also totally fine. He does have the perfect hair and also body and face for it. So, <laughs> oh <fashion>. my god, <laughs> and he's from Alberta. Somebody please. <laughs> so like, why doesn't he have it? <laughs> scared? Cause he's scared. DM Mike and tell him he's he'd draw a mullet if he wasn't. Tell scared. him he's strong. <laughs> No, please, no more people say he's strong. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been your weekly slash semi-weekly slash bi-weekly dose of... No, I'm kidding. This is... That's right. We've been really good at coming uh, out every week, so you're welcome, everybody. This has been yeah. your favorite podcast that comes out... At least... Every week. Once a week, sometimes. <laughs> all right. And if you guys... Uh, we're wanting an episode last week and you didn't listen, make sure, or you didn't get one and you wanted to, make sure that you listen to our guest episode on um, Kino Lefter about the movie Holes. And you can also listen to my guest episode on Drum Circle Jerk, where I talk about uh, drinking breast milk. And also, if you wanted an episode last week and you felt like you didn't get one, check your iTunes, because we also actually put out our own episode last week, so suck me off. There were three episodes last week. (laughs) And if you haven't watched Holes, I recommend that you do. And also, another great movie from 2003 is Batman Begins, which I watched for the first time last night, and I would recommend it, so... True. And also, if All anyone right. can figure out whether or not Katie Holmes is hot, please DM me because I literally have no idea. I can't tell. Okay, well, we'll have to table this for another episode. All right, thanks for listening. Okay. Okay, I'm stopping recording.